Hello and welcome back to the Across the Pod podcast as part of the Say It Again network. We're here for another one of our week previews. We had a week two preview with George and Dre two weeks ago. Unfortunately, last week, couldn't get done for um, personal reasons and time commitments, but we are back for a week four preview. And I'm here with a returning guest, which you may have seen from our 49ers season preview. I'm here with Paul Hope. How are you? Not so bad. Thank you for having me back on. Yeah, for anybody who knows me, 49ers fan, mm. so I'm not going to make any apologies for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good to have you on, have you back. I think we were meant to come on a couple weeks ago, and I think there was a reason whether it was myself or you, we couldn't do it. So it's, um, yeah, it's good to have you back on, and I look forward to previewing this upcoming week. Yeah, no, it's always good. I really enjoyed our, what was supposed to be a one-off. You reached yeah. out, we did the 49ers. You set me on TikTok because you put a video that went yeah. on TikTok. I shared that to my Instagram. Yeah. So the kids were like, "You need to be on in. You need to be on TikTok now." Andy's created you that little. So <laughs> I reshared your clip, and yeah, yeah, it's good to touch base again. Yeah, I was happy. Aki was a song choice. Well. I think that song choice seemed to fit the video well. I don't know why. I just picked it because I listened to it at the time, and um, yeah, it seemed to work that song. I know, but sadly, Trey, this season's done. Obviously, when I was talking to you, I had high hopes, but yeah. we're back with number 10 now, Jimmy G. He's going to lead us to the promised land, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a great segue. I was going to ask about this later on when you previewed a Niners game. But yeah, what's your thoughts been on this? Because you know, if you know what happened in the last game, the you know, the safety, Dan Olofsky-style safety, um, he did. And, you know, Trey Lance, after a year of waiting, had his big chance. And it was in, within two weeks, it was it was gone. Um, and obviously you kept Jimmy G thankfully I don't know what you'd done if you had traded him um, what are your thoughts on the whole thing and about Jimmy G coming back to the team and do you think he can in such short notice come back to what he's like last season I, I suppose for Jimmy if you look at last time we spoke I, I went back and I watched the video after the train injury and it was quite interesting I think I said to you last time for me Jimmy technically has got nothing to lose now he thought he was out the door no other team came in for him. So for me, he has to grasp this opportunity. If he can prove he's a starting quarterback in this league, there'll be teams looking at him next year. Obviously, after Monday night's performance, <laughs> um, I stayed up for that one. That was painful. I mean, it was a 1am UK time start. I'd taken the next morning off work, annual leave. It's the only reason I stayed up for it. Because yeah. if I hadn't taken leave, I think I'd have given the safety was ironically the best out of the two options because he technically threw a pick six mm. on that play. 49ers Twitter has been in meltdown, Andy, since Jimmy's come back. Some people hate him, some people love him. Mm. I'm a 49ers fan. I remember Brian Hoyer under centre. I remember Oof. Blaine Gabbett under centre. Um, Brian Hoyer threw a pick six against the Rams on a Monday night, seven seconds into the game. So at least Jimmy waited till the end. <laughs> um, it's the Jimmy G roller coaster. We're all back on it now. We know what Jimmy can do. Mm -hmm. um, the Broncos showed with Jimmy under centre to stack the box. They only put six in coverage. They were daring Jimmy to beat them with his arm. Mm -hmm. Most quarterbacks in this league would be licking their lips at that. I do think, obviously, he didn't have the playbook in the summer. Uh, it was very documented. It was Trey's team. Trey going down was just basically one of those freak injuries that happens in the NFL. I mean... I was sat watching it, ironically, up in Falkirk. One of the lads in the 49er faithful group has built a bar in his garden and he's called it the candlestick in. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, missed, 
we missed the first 10 minutes of the game because Sky overlapped. So they were showing the end of the Buccaneers game. Oh, then they were showing okay. Red Zone. And then all of a sudden, we just went into the drive and it seemed as if Trey literally got injured as soon as the coverage started. <laughs> and for the next 15, 20 minutes, I was on social media. I was checking for the updates. And then the next day, the news broke that he was out for the season. So being an NFL fan, as much as you feel for Trey, you kind of dust it off and you think, right, Jimmy's under centre now. It's week three. There's another 14 games left to go. So... I don't know whether that answers your question, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was for me, it was weird watching that game at half five at night. It was a really weird feeling like that was even normally, you know, Red Zone starts at six. So it was really weird that I was watching the, the Sunday night game at half five. It was, um, yeah, quite quite surreal. But um, yeah, that game was one of the worst I've seen in a while. Definitely the worst I've seen so far this season. We, we might as well go into now, actually, seeing as we're talking about the Niners. Of course, the very last game of the week in week four sees you guys host one of your division rivals, the Los Angeles Rams. Um, obviously, the Rams had a poor first game, but they've sort of, um, sort of had a, I don't know, because second week they had a great lead and they almost let it, let it slip against the, you know, against the Falcons. And uh, week three, they got a fairly comfortable win over the Cardinals. They seem to be getting better and better each week. Um, and obviously, you guys... Had had a loss, a disappointing loss, only a few days ago. So, how do you see this one going? I've got a weird sense of deja vu because it was this time last year we were going into a Monday night game against the Rams off the back of that awful performance against the Colts in the rain. And everybody was saying the Rams are going to win, the Fighting have got no chance. And we went into that Monday night football and we bullied the Rams. Now, if you'd asked me this question on Tuesday, I might have been a bit more downhearted because you said that game was terrible. Yeah. I can make no bones about it. As much as I'm the most optimistic, positive 49ers fan you can meet, on Tuesday morning, I found it very difficult to come up with something good to say. But then you dust it down, you get to Thursday, you start watching Game Pass, the All-22. And traditionally, the 49ers start slow under Kyle Shanahan. It's what we've always done. And ironically, I think he tends to play better against those rivals he knows. He knows Sean McVeigh. Mm. Last year, we were like, well, 6-0 and against him. Obviously, we lost in the playoffs. They went on to win the Super Bowl. I'm optimistic. I'm nervous about Aaron Donald. You can't take anything away from Aaron Donald. He's a fantastic player. But the Rams have lost some key pieces. Obviously, Odell Beckham was a big loss to them. Mm. They lost Whitworth off the offensive line. You've said they'd have struggled this year. I've got a good friend who's a Rams fan and he hates playing the Niners. And at 5am on Tuesday morning after the Broncos game and I was trying mm. to switch off, he sent me a text and said, you'll beat us this week. So I screenshot <laughs> that message and I've kept all of that message. Because, yeah. You know, it's it's divisional rivals. It's bully ball at its best. Both teams want to run the ball. Um, if it comes down to the quarterback, unfortunately, Matt Stafford is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. But I'm fan- I'm hopeful that Kyle Shanahan schemes the players up that we know he can do and we have a good run game. Okay, so the big moment of truth. How- when, who's going to win this game? The 49ers are going to win this game. Okay. I'm never going to go against my team. So the 49ers <laughs> are going to win. I'll go 27-21, to 21, 49ers victory. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm going for Rams. I just think that, I think what you said actually is quite, has almost convinced me to change round, but I think I've got to stick with my original gut. And I just think that 
whilst other years maybe Jimmy G has beaten him. It's the first year where he's it's the first year where he's not had the whole summer to know the playbook. And of course he had the whole injury issue. Um it's of course all basically all off season and all the trade talk. So I think that if this is in week eight or nine, I would probably be more inclined to say Niners, but I think if it's only the second game in to obviously Justin to the back of the playbook playbook again, I think that the Niners will, will edge it in what will be a probably a low scoring but good game. Um before we do carry on, we did do obviously week two predictions with uh, me, myself, Dre and George. Uh, we all got eight correct winners. So we're all so far top of the leaderboard for now. Um, but obviously this week could change things. It's only been these two weeks we've done them. So right now we're top, but this could well change in about five days time. Um, so let's go from the very last game to the very first game, a game I'm going to in about, ooh, I'm going to tailgate in about five hours time. I'm here in Cincinnati as the Dolphins travel to the Bengals. Um, there's no point going into too much detail because the, when this podcast is out, Okay, will be done. Um, so I'm going to go for a Dolphins win. Similar to you, I'm going to back my boys, even though there's obviously concerns over with the Tua, Jalen Waddle, Xavier Howard, and Teron Armstead are all questionable. I've not checked the news today whether they've that's changed, but last night at the airport I was checking on them, it was still saying they were questionable. So even with those injuries, I just think that that O-line has been terrible for the Bengals. And I think even though, you know, on their day, you know, Chase, Burrow, you know, Higgins, Boyd, uh, Mixon, all these people like that, they can be electric. And our pass defence is the second worst so far this year. At the same time, I just think that purely between the trenches, I think we'll get the win for that reason. Um, what are you predicting for this game? I'm going with the Dolphins. Mike McDaniel has shown everybody what we already knew in San Francisco. They've been electric to watch. I've loved watching the Dolphins this year. So to keep mm. it short and sweet, yeah, I'm on I'm the same page. I think the Bengals all line, a lot of people had questions with that last year, them heading into the Super Bowl. Mm. But I think it's a Dolphins win tonight. And it's going to be awesome that you're at the game, man. Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, it's going to be it's a little bit of history potentially because I was looking at it for an article that um, we haven't been 4-0 since 1995. And certainly in my lifetime, I've seen us be 3-0 once. Apart from that, it's... 10 years I've sported Dolphins, I've never really seen them do that well. So it feels weird having such a good start to the year. And of course, beating the Bills, beating the Ravens, you know, that's two of our strongest opponents all year, really. Like, everyone thought that would be the toughest part of our schedule. We've won all of them with an amazing comeback and a bit of luck, I'd say, in the Bills game. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I've obviously not been to it before. Passed it on the, on the bus to get to Airbnb and it looked... Really good. So I'm looking forward to that at the, um, the now named Pycor or Paycor Stadium, which doesn't feel right to me, but is what it is. Um, right. Heading on to Sunday, the first of our London games this year. Um, Minnesota Vikings take, uh, taking on the New Orleans Saints. For me, I'm going for Vikings because I think that I think they just looked really good with the exception of the one game where they can't think you beat the when they beat, lost to the Eagles. I do think that um, they've looked good apart from that. If it's not been prime time, Kirk Cousins is normally good. Um, I think the Saints have been disappointing for me. Winston hasn't looked amazing. You know, Kamara hasn't... I don't think he's been properly fit all year long. Um, I think that with a new head coach, it looks like it's struggling so far. So that's the reason why I've gone for a Vikings win. Um, How are you seeing this game, Paul? I'm not disagreeing, but I've got slightly different reasons. So... 
I should have been there yesterday at the practice. Um, yeah. Sports had the media passes, but my good friend Gary went and he was able to, he said that Winston didn't wasn't training and he was saying basically the Saints didn't look great. Um, Lee Gowland, who runs the 49 Faithful UK account, his brother's a Vikings fan mm-hmm. and his brother always comes to our meetups. So I've got a bit of a soft spot for the Vikings. And for no other reason, I've got Justin Jefferson in many of my fantasy teams. So <laughs> I want the Vikings to do well. So I do think the Vikings win this one, to be fair. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, the next game, uh, quick prediction of the next few. Um, we've got Cleveland at Atlanta. I'm going for Cleveland. I'm liking yeah. what they're doing without Deshaun Watson. Reset's being serviceable, very, very good. And I think that Atlanta, whilst they're impressive, when I saw them last week in Seattle, I just think that they're still... Their team's nowhere near what Cleveland's is. So I'm going for a Browns win. How are you seeing this one? Yeah, I'm going for a Browns win. I think they're the more complete team out the two. I think the Falcons are in rebuild mode. So I, and I like the Cleveland defence. So, I mean, I know Garrett could be missing after the car crash, but still, I think that mm-hmm. the Cleveland will win, to be fair. Yeah, I agree. Um, next game is Washington travelling to Dallas Cowboys. I'm going for Dallas Cowboys. Even without Dak, they're winning games. Washington got thrashed last week. They're not in good form. So I think I'm going to go for Dallas Cowboys win. See, unfortunately for me, I've got a good friend who's a Washington fan, but you've just said the game last week was terrible. There's mm. no way I can go for Washington. So <laughs> as a 49ers fan, it's going to pain me to say the Dallas Cowboys will win this one. Yeah. Um, now, Seattle at Detroit. Um, I'm going for Detroit. I think that they've looked good on offence. They've lost to the Eagles and the Vikings so far, and albeit two very close games, and they did very well and beat the Commanders with some fairly fairly easy sort of circumstances. So I think they're a good team. I think they're just obviously they're not as good as some teams, but I think they're showing me a lot of fight. Their offense is looking good. Their defense, Aiton Hutchinson has been as advertised. He's looked really good so far. So I think that defense is going to trouble Geno Smith, and I think that yeah, that offense is just going to be too good, even with DK Metcalf. I think they're going to be too strong for Seattle. So I'm going for a Detroit win. What about you? I mean, I don't think you really need to ask who, who I'm going for. Now, I like the Lions. <laughs> I fell in love with them during hard knocks. Mm. Um, I like Swift. I like Brown. Like you said, Hutchinson has been better than I expected, to be fair. I didn't think he'd be as good as what he's been. So mm. as a divisional rival losing, that's always great as well. But yeah, I think the Lions win this one. Hey. Next one, again, I'm going to on the Sunday in Indianapolis as the Colts host the Titans in a AFC South matchup. Um, I'm going for the Titans. For me, tough game. Both teams had bad starts of the year, but I'm always going to back Frable as a coach over most coaches in the league. I think he's one of the best, the most underrated in the league, I think, by far. Maybe him and Nick Sirianni, but um, I think the Titans, are, they looked good last week. They showed improvement, and the Colts, I think, got lucky with that win, to be honest, against the Chiefs. So, I'm going to go for a Titans win. How about yourself? Anyone watching is going to think that. I'm just agreeing with you. I think the Titans win this one. I've not been impressed with the Colts. Um, I'm not a fan of Matt Ryan. I think maybe it's a little bit too far. I do like Jonathan Taylor, mainly for fantasy reasons like most people. But yeah, yeah I think the Titans win this one. And it's So you go to that game as well. That's just, yeah, you've on... just got a nice little tick list you've got going on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a good few months. Um, when I met people in America, they were all just stunned that I was doing this trip. They were all like, you're from the UK and you're doing, you're going to all these stadiums. And I'm like, yeah, and they, they couldn't believe it. So, um, yeah, it's, they're very friendly people. <laughs> um, next up is in New York as the Giants host the Bears. I mean, this game can't be that watchable, even with Barclays 
seemingly back to the best. Um, but I'm going to go for a Giants win. I think Bears, they got the win last week, obviously the field goal won it. Uh, but I just think that there's going to be Giants have got a little bit more about them at the moment. Uh, mainly, I think Barkley's looking really good. So I'm going for a Giants win. What about you? I'm going to disagree with you on this one Ooh, purely because okay. the Bears beat us week one. I was high on Justin Fields coming out of um, college. I watched the Bears Packers game the other week mm. and I thought the Bears played better than I expected. So, and other than that, I've seen nothing of the Giants this year. So I'm, I'm going to go for the Bears. Okay. Next one is the Jacksonville Jaguars travelling to the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, this is the first shot pick. I'm going to go for the Jags to get the win. Ooh. I think that, for me, the Eagles look very good. They've looked one of the best teams in the whole league. But I think, you know, Jacksonville proved last year there that they were amazing getting shock results. And I think they've looked, they've got two and one, they've looked really good so far. I think Doug Peterson is getting this team, well, getting Trevor Lawrence back to what we all thought he'd be when he came out of Clemson. And I think that they're in, they've both got momentum, but I think the Jags are just going to surprise once again and they're going to probably increase their stranglehold on the AFC South right now if they win this. Um, but Eagles, don't get me wrong, look very good. And I think the Eagles could easily be 5, 6, 7 and 0. But I think this could be a, sh- a, a shot game. This could be every week you've got at least one game where you don't expect it. The Colts, Chiefs was mine last week. Bengals, Cowboys week before. And I just think that the Jags are capable of these shock results and I think they're going to do it again and they're going to beat the Eagles. See what? This is why we love the NFL. If mm. you looked at this fixture at the start of the season, I don't think me or you would have thought we'd be spending this much time. The Jags have been <laughs> really well. Yeah. The Eagles have been, like you said, probably one of the most complete football teams in the NFL. And it just shows you if you draft well, if you plan your team well, I'm going to disagree with you again. I think the Eagles win this one, but I think it's going to be a close game. I think it could come down to a field goal in like the last minute. I think it's going to be really close between two good football teams. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Well, from that to probably the worst game of the week, in my opinion, <laughs> um, who wants to watch this? Jets, Steelers? Steelers, why talk about it? No one wants to watch the Jets and the Steelers have been terrible. So, But I think the Steelers will edge it. I think they just got a bit more about them, especially on defence. I think the Jets... It haven't been great. Um, do you agree with that or are you going to go with Jets? Well, I agree with you, but my good friend Dan, who's the host on Let's Talk Sports, is a massive Jets fan and I have other Jets fans that follow me on Twitter. So I'm just going to go for the popular vote and say the Jets. So no one's in my DMs and no one's mentioned. But like you said, it's a terrible game and they'll probably steal a hand out there hate me for that. They just not look great. Other than Pickett's catch though, which was pretty mm, awesome. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, that was really good. But yeah, I'm going to go for the Jets on this one. So I'll be controversial. Right. This one for me is for me probably the second best game of the week. Don't think I'd be saying this. Two teams that have lost to Miami this year in the Bills and the Ravens. Um, I think the Bills are going to win. I don't think I can see the Bills losing back-to-back games. Um, whereas the Ravens, I mentioned there's been the second worst pass defence in the league. They've got the worst pass defence in the league. And I think that Bills offence... Could easily it could easily be a 40-21 game. I think the Bills could easily, you know, they, they could easily thrash the Ravens, but equally Lamar Jackson on, on his day is electric. So I think it'll be a good game, maybe one-sided, but I think the Bills will get the win. Um, how about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Bills. I think Josh Allen's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I do think Lamar Jackson's, like you said, the Dolphins beaten both, and they were both games that I thoroughly enjoyed. As mm-hmm. a neutral, I wasn't really bothered which team won. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, the Dolphins-Ravens game was crazy, but yeah, you're right. I think last week, again, was another good advert for the NFL. You could be sat here on the back end of a, a Bills loss, but happy with the way your team played. Mm. But yeah, I think it, the Bills edge this one. But like you said, it could be an absolute blockbuster of a game. Without doubt. Um, this one probably wouldn't be. Um, Chargers at Texans. Um, yeah, the Chargers win. I think that even though they lost to the Jaguars last week, Justin Herbert obviously had the rib stuff. I didn't think he should have played personally, but I'm sure this week could be back. I don't know what actually, I've not checked actually recently whether he is, there's, there's, there's any injury that this week, but I think even with that, I think they'll be fine. I think even if they had Chase Daniel playing, I think this Texas team is pretty bad. So I think the Chargers will get the win, but it won't be a high scoring game in my opinion. Um, and yourself, how are you seeing it? Are you seeing the Texans? Could they shock the NFL? Like we've seen as a different team each week, but or is it the Chargers win? I was high on the Chargers at the start of the season. Um, I was gutted that Herbert played last week because I dropped him in many of my fantasy team because I thought yeah, he was going to be um, <laughs> And like you say, Eckler is, is a great player. So even like you said, if Chase Daniels in, I think you'd see quite a lot of handoff, run heavy. The mm. Texans are one of those weird teams where one week they can look terrible and one week they can look pretty decent. So... Mm. In the interest of keeping this moving on, I'm going to go Chargers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Panthers hosting the Cardinals. Um, going for a Cardinals win. Um, I think that the Panthers have been pretty bad. I know they got the win last week, but that was really down to mainly a few defensive stuff. I think Baker Mayfield, I thought he'd do well. Carolina, he hasn't been good so far. And, um, I mentioned before my issue with Panthers receivers on fantasy football. Um, I refuse to take them next year. I'm now on. I've gone to go on a Panthers hiatus because one week you pick Robbie Anderson, he gets the points. One week is DJ Moore. So I, I can't trust these Panthers receivers for my fantasy. And they can be for five Frank. I think he has the worst quarterback ranking in the out of the 32 starting quarterbacks. He's not been great. And I think that they'll once again struggle. And I think that Arizona will, will get the win and get back to winning ways. Um, and how about yourself? I'd love to say the Panthers are going to win. Cardinals are a, a divisional rival, but mm. like you said, it might come back to the quarterback. And Kyler Murray is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. I was on the same page as you. I thought Baker was going to do well in, in Carolina. I thought he was maybe he's going to prove a point to the Browns, but he, he hasn't really done well. And like you, I stay away from their receivers because you get bit. You just never know which one it's going to yeah. be. So sadly, as a 49ers fan, I think the Cardinals win this one. Okay. This one, next one, I think might be the most one-sided game out of all of them. Struggling New England offence travel to a resurgent Green Bay who have had a good couple of weeks. Um, yeah, for me, Green Bay, I think this might be, genuinely could be like a 35-10 or something. I think that, I don't know why they've put Matt Patricia as there and Joe Judge as their coordinators because neither of them have any offensive experience. Even when Patricia was in New England, he was on the defensive side of things. So I don't know what's going on there. Mac Jones so far has two touchdowns, five interceptions. He's not been great. And I think that they're going to want to get struggle. But I, um, I will say that you can never really bet against Bill Belichick, even with the struggling offense. I think that defense has still been okay. And I think they could easily cause Green Bay problems. But I think Green Bay have had a good few weeks. Alan Nazard, Romeo Dobbs has got involved, which I'd love to see because I was really high on him coming into the season. So um, yeah, for me, Green Bay going to get the win. Yeah, I think um, Mac Jones is struggling with a high ankle sprain as well. But like you said, defences can win championships. But Aaron Rodgers, um, I have a friend who's a Packers fan who is 
you know, he always reminds me of how great of a quarterback Aaron Rodgers is, and I can't deny that. So we were talking off air about Rodgers coming over to London and everyone being excited. I think the Packers win this one. They're looking good. I watched them against the Bears the other week, and like you said, he's getting that connection with Dubs. And Christian Watson seems to be over that dropped catch that everybody went on about in, you know. Didn't think Rodgers would ever target him again after that if you looked at certain aspects of social media. But no, I I think you're right. I think it's going to be one-sided. Could be quite embarrassing in the end. I think Rodgers wins this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can agree more. And I'll move to three and one. Um, The penultimate game we're going to look at is the Denver Broncos travelling to Vegas as they take on the Raiders. I found this one the hardest to pick. I must must admit, I found this one really hard because both teams haven't impressed me really. The Raiders, no one thought they'd be 0-3 going into the start of the year. And the Broncos, I think Russell Wilson has looked pretty bad. And I think I'll say this in our review of week three, potentially Pete Cowell was holding him back and there was a reason why he was holding him back. Maybe he realised his limitations and I think so far, albeit a new playbook, a new coach who I think will be one and done, I think he'll get fired end of the year. Um, But I think neither teams look great. And I think this game is really hard to call for that reason alone. I'm going for Denver just because I think their defence has looked slightly better than the Raiders. And I think that Russell Wilson, I think he's getting better protection than Derek Carr is at the moment. So I'm going to go for Denver, but this one I find is really hard to pick. Um, how are you seeing it? Are you seeing Raiders or are you seeing Broncos? After watching that game last week, the Broncos' defence is the real deal. They, they were good. The Broncos' offence really surprised me at how, like you said, Wilson struggled. Um Looking at this one, I'm going to go for a Raiders win just purely because I hey. want to wind some of my friends up who are Broncos fans. And to be <laughs> honest, that some of my friends think the Broncos are going to do better than what they are. And don't get me wrong, the 49ers have an elite defence as well and there's all the criticism of Jimmy J. But the fact that they've paid Russell Wilson that much money and he hasn't looked like Russell Wilson. Mm. He showed flashes the other night, but like you said, maybe Pete Carroll could have the last laugh. So mm. I'm going for a Raiders win on this one. Especially when you consider that and uh, the fact that Juno Smith has actually looked okay. I think he's looked fine. Not you know, not perfect, but I think he has looked fine in that system. And I do think that the run first offense that Pete Cowell uses, I think that maybe there's a reason why, you know, obviously Russell wasn't one to leave because he wasn't being used to his full effects. And obviously on his day, he's a great quarterback, but not every quarterback can last till 45. I think Tom Brady, you know, Tom Brady's um, career he's had, Aaron Rodgers is getting towards that level as well now where they're, sort of defying science, they're going beyond whatever things. And I think that whilst that's great, I think sometimes that's made people think that every quarterback can do that. Um, we saw the same thing actually with Ryan Giggs and Buffon in, in football as well. And not every player can make it that long. I think Matt Ryan's shown that now that he is getting old and I think his time might be done soon. So I think, yeah, I think Russell Wilson, whilst I think you could easily turn this around, especially if they get a new coach in next year or whenever they fire hack, which I think they will. He looks terrible. Um, I do think that maybe then he could, he could improve, but right now he looks pretty bad, Russell Wilson. Um, our final game, I think for me, definitely the highlight game of the whole trip. I would try to go to this, obviously the game for me is on obviously Sunday night football, so I'm going to try and definitely try and find a bar to watch that in Indianapolis because that game, I, you can't miss that game. It's just Brady against Mahomes, repeat of Super Bowl 55, yeah, you can't not watch this. Um, again, I found this hard, but I think I'm going to go for the Bucks purely because you can't bet against Brady, and Brady has got Mahomes' number in recent times. Um, and I think Chiefs, whilst the Bucks lost to the Packers in a more of a less sort of comical way, 
Um, and I can't see, I find it weird seeing what one of these teams will be two and two. I think that's going to be weird to see. But I think the Chiefs do always start slower than the Packers. Um, sorry, than, than the Bucks. Yeah. So I'm going to go for the Bucks. But I think this one will be, I think this could be a good, I think this could be either a real slog fest, like a 10 7 or 13 10, or could be lights out 38 35. I'm going to go for a Bucks win. Um, and finally, for yourself, Paul. Mahomes or Brady? Yeah, after Mahomes broke my heart up in Newcastle when I was <laughs> with 65 other 49ers fans watching that Super Bowl, um, I've, I've always loved Mahomes. I've always thought he was yeah. great. I think the Chiefs are a good football team. Um, mm. I think they bounced back. I think, like you've said, you know, you shouldn't bet against Brady, but recently it looks as if maybe, maybe it's coming to five times, catching him up, dare I say it. You know, as a humble UK fan, but I, th- I think the Chiefs win this one. I think Mahomes is going to have a point to prove. And I think his connection with Kelsey is um, overlooked by some people recently. I know he lost Tyreek Hill, mm. who's now your, your boy over in Miami, but Kelsey for me. Kelsey, and I'll say this to the 49ers fan, he's proven that he is the best tight end yeah. in the league at the moment because he's scoring. Obviously, we always loved George Kittle and Club 85, but Kittle isn't getting the targets, he isn't getting the ball. And if Mahomes needs someone third and long, fourth and long, you know it's going to 87. And for me, I'm not overlooking that. So I'm going for a Chiefs win on this one. Yeah, for anyone who's a regular listener, Mahomes is my you know, my favourite non-Dolphins player. I love watching him play. And Brady, I flew to Boston to see him play, thinking he'd retire, but obviously saw them two play. Each other actually in Boston that game, so that was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, I, I love watching Mahomes. I think he's, I think Rodgers is the most naturally talented quarterback. I think he's probably the most fun to watch looking at purely as technique of throwing the ball. But I think as a quarterback and overall, I think Mahomes is so fun to watch. I love watching him. And I think now I also want the Chiefs to do well if in the playoffs, normally because we're not involved in it. It might be different this year, but normally when the playoffs are involved, I'm always backing the Chiefs. Last year, I was backing the Bengals last year because it was like an underdog story. But most years, I like seeing the Chiefs do well because I love Mahomes. But before we do conclude the podcast, I'm just going to run through our predictions. So I went for Dolphins, Vikings, Browns, Cowboys, Lions, Titans, Giants, Jaguars, Steelers, Bills, Chargers, Cardinals, Packers, Broncos, Buccaneers, and Rams. Whereas Paul went for Dolphins, Vikings, Browns, Cowboys, Lions, Titans, Bears, Eagles, Jets, Bills, Chargers, Cardinals, Packers, Raiders, Chiefs, Niners. So that has been the end of our podcast, our week four preview on the Across the Pod podcast. So thank you, Paul, for coming on. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on. It's always great to connect. It's always good to talk football. And not always just be Niners. I think other people overlook that. I do love the NFL. Mm. I watch all the games as I can. And yeah, and obviously I'm very envious of you out there at the moment enjoying (laughs) your trip. But I am enjoying your social media posts. So before we jump off, I did say it you off air. It's the first time I've ever liked a post with a Seattle stadium in there <laughs> when you tweeted that out because yeah. you're a friend of mine. So it was awesome to see that there, to yeah. be fair. Nah, I, again, I said it before in the weeks we review, but anyone who wants to go to a game, if you're a Seahawks fan or if you're not a Seahawks fan and you want to go see a game, that stadium is one of the best sports stadiums, not alone, let alone NFL. I think it's one of the best arenas I've been to in my life. And I think that even I've got a lot of stadiums booked, you know, the big, like Lambeau Field, Soldier Field, Tampa uh, Tampa Bay Stadium, AT&T, all these stadiums booked. I think that one will be my top three, at least, come my return journey back to the UK. I think it's 
So anyone who's listening that wants to go to a Seahawks game, absolutely do it because it's just fantastic. But that has been the end of the podcast, so we'll see you guys for our week four review. <laughs>